0: Gail Trotter, a conservative voice for you, right inside our nation's capital, legal and political analysis. Gail Trotter, hear the truth from right inside DC. It's Gail Trotter stomping through the swamp for you, in heels. Now, The Gail Trotter Show. Hi, I'm Gail Trotter, host of Right in DC. We're gonna talk today about a story you may or may not have heard of yet. It's a very disturbing story about how a 27-year-old man in Northern Florida decided that he was going to ram his car into the registration tent for the Republican Party uh, containing many Trump supporters. So this 27-year-old man Uh, clearly saw that it was a Republican registration tent, that there were Trump supporters there, and he decided to run, run his car into this tent. And there were elderly volunteers in this tent, and the reports about it say that the car knocked over the tent People had to scramble away from the tent to avoid being struck as Tim's vehicle rammed through the registration tent. Tim then got out of his car, took out his phone, did obscene finger gestures to the victims, and got back in his car and drove off. And since he has been taken into custody and charged with various crimes, he has been to court for his arraignment And the news reporting said that he was smiling at the time that he went into court and that he acknowledged that his attack on these people who were doing nothing other than trying to contribute to our republic by registering voters, he admits that he was politically motivated against President Trump and against the Republican Party. Now, you may or may not have heard of this story because there was When it first came out, there was a media blackout about the story. The main emissaries of the mainstream media didn't cover this story. They were uh, very uninterested in the story. And I think that we see that this has been a pattern with many attacks by the left, uh, Antifa, those attacks not being covered by the mainstream media. There was an attack on a man in New York who was wearing a MAGA hat, a red MAGA hat, uh, a few months ago, and he was beaten up while he was wearing the hat because of the hat. And this is just one more example where the mainstream media has determined that you don't need to know this news. And when you contrast that with the coverage that would have resulted, if Gregory Tim had himself been wearing a MAGA hat and had targeted Democratic voter registration volunteers, particularly if they had been elderly voter registration volunteers like were in this case, you I am sure that you would have 24 seven media coverage. You would have every detail about Gregory Tim's life investigated. You would have, in-depth pieces going and talking to all of his neighbors trying to figure out his school records trying to understand what motivated him to do this hateful violent act that could have resulted in the deaths of many many people and you know severe injuries thank god no one was injured in this case but certainly Gregory Tim in driving his car in anger to try and take out this registration table, it was by the grace of God and by the quick scrambling of the volunteers that they were able to avoid catastrophic injury or death. And when we look at the media coverage of this, it's such a contrast uh, how we see media coverage of other events and It's very interesting too because you probably would have had a lot of think pieces, think pieces where the people who say that they're experts about all things political would have come out and talked about the terrible tone, the rhetoric, the um, call to violence, the call to incivility that would be illustrated by the party if it had been reversed, if the party had been reversed in this case, you would have seen think pieces like that but we're not seeing any of that and it's no surprise. Um, The suspect, when he spoke with the police, said that he was upset that the video he took, quote, ended before the good part. So you can see that his attack was definitely politically motivated, he's even admitted as such, and he also apparently told the police, quote, someone had to take a stand and uh, the video doesn't show the moment that the van struck the tent, but as was reported earlier, Tim said that the video didn't show the good points part. So clearly he was trying to cause damage and obviously to get attention as well. Uh, It's interesting that the Senator, former governor of Florida, Rick Scott, who's now the Senator of Florida, talked about this as well, and talked about how uh, it's just outrageous that the mainstream media is not covering this adequately. And you can think of all the times when there has been so much speculation. Think of the Covington Catholic schoolboys who were at the March for Life, and you had the media going crazy, 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 because that, boys supposedly smirked at someone who was a, a darling of the mainstream media and you had vicious smears of the Covington boys on social media by reporters at many of these mainstream media outlets and yet there's just this, in curiosity, lack of interest in Gregory Tim by the mainstream media. And it's hard not to think that as much as Gregory Tim was motivated by his political leanings to do this, that the mainstream media is abdicating its journalistic integrity or role to report news to Americans because of their political bias and their political leanings. Uh, After all of this information came out, we saw that the media tried to spin the story. And we see this all the time with the mainstream media. When something goes on in the news, the, the story is never what the Democrats did wrong. It's never a straight headline about Democrats fail or Democrats did this bad thing or whatever. The headline is frequently Republicans pounce and we're seeing that in this circumstance too with some of the reporting being republicans vow revenge which is not correct at all it's actually fake news but the fact that they would even they would even put it in an equivalent category and somehow turn it so that the republicans are at fault or or somehow you know the, it's almost implying that republicans are going to be violent it is creating fake news and it is creating an uh, a atmosphere where they're almost encouraging uh, escalation of the, the problems between the Republicans and the Democrats. And when you think about it too, how much responsibility do journalists and liberal leftist commentators have for the actions of someone like Gregory Tim? Think of Bill Maher, he said in relation to Trump, once fascists get power, they don't give it up. And when you start calling your opponents fascists and start trying to paint them as evil, even with milk toast Republicans like Mitt Romney, then it is really dangerous for them to continue to put these things first, it's false, it is completely untrue, it is wrong, and it is morally wrong to paint your political opponents as fascists. And while I am a firm believer that an individual is responsible for his or her own choices, it's interesting that the mainstream media never has that perspective or that attitude when it's uh, someone that they disagree with taking some action then they go ask every single Republican do you disown what this person did who's supposedly uh, a supporter you saw this with um, the bombs that were sent out the fake bombs that were sent out to journalists and uh, you had wall-to-wall coverage of that trying to understand what was going on and there was this this attribution of the actions of that person to the entire Republican Party which is absurd and crazy so it's while I would not talk about anybody's responsibility for this other than Gregory Tim because he's the one who chose to target people based on their political beliefs including elderly people he is the one who is responsible for that. I do think it is interesting that when roles are reversed, the journalists, the political pundits, and the leading democratic politicians, they don't have a moment of self-reflection for their own language and for the type of climate that they create politically, that they want power so bad that they try to ramp up this language which is very inflammatory constantly, constantly ramping up that inflammatory language. Um, I think it is really important too to understand that the mainstream media is really not reporting the violence by leftists. They want to avoid it. They don't want to discuss it. If they do, they want to give excuses for it or they wanna somehow end up blaming the Republicans or blaming President Trump, which is just absolutely absurd. So the question really becomes, is the journalistic industry okay with allowing conduct that makes the wearing of a MAGA hat or being visibly related to the Republican Party or supportive of President Trump, like a T-shirt or anything else, Are they gonna go after this type of targeting to the same degree that they would if roles were reversed? And I'm gonna link down below to some articles on this particular news story. And Laura Ingram did a great job talking about this on her show and kind of digging into the issues on it. We're also gonna link to a Newsbusters piece that talks about the lack of coverage of this. And we're gonna keep watching this story is it going to be something that the media will pick up i doubt it but if it were reversed they would certainly be pursuing this many many years into the future and it would be referenced in so many op-eds and in so many news articles about unrelated topics but i don't think that's going to be the case with this situation Uh, but we'll keep an eye on it for you And I think when you also take into account that uh, the people in Florida are talking about how they're scared, Uh, Florida GOP, Duval County Chairman Dean Black talked about how their elderly volunteers barely got out of the way. And is this intended to discourage people from exercising their rights as American citizens to get involved in the political process, and is this going to make people afraid so that they're not able to be involved in the way that they wanna be in a safe way? And so I'm very interested in your comments. I'm also hoping that you will subscribe to this YouTube channel, and uh, if you subscribe, you'll be able to get the newest episodes five days a week, Monday through Friday. As soon as they're posted, they'll be sent to you. And we're so happy that you've joined us and we are gonna keep an eye on this story and let you know how it develops. This is Gail Trotter, right in DC. Thanks for listening to the Gail Trotter Show right in DC. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, GailTrotter.com. And also follow her on Twitter at Gail Trotter as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. And listen to her show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and other podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share the Gail Trotter Show. You can handle the truth.